tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. And welcome to Ghana Connect. So tonight on the show, we are delving into the fortunes of the Ghana Football Premier League. You know, football is the pulse of this nation and the local league used to be the toast of all football lovers in the country. 
once hailed as one of the best leagues in the continent, the Ghana Premier League now finds itself as a mere shadow of its former glory. The atmosphere in our stadiums have dwindled with poor attendance, becoming an unfortunate norm. Our once grand stadia have fallen into disrepair, failing to provide the ideal setting for passionate football encounters. But it's not just infrastructure that has suffered. The quality of players in the league has noticeably declined and it seems that our homegrown talents are not reaching their full potential. The lack of investment in the league has hindered its growth, leaving us behind our continental peers. There has been some criticism levied against the Ghana Football Association when it's accused of incompetence and neglecting the local league in favor of the national team, the Black Stars of Ghana. This shift in focus has contributed to a waning interest in our domestic competition among the Ghanaian populace. Their enthusiasm and fervor that once filled the air has now been replaced by apathy and disinterest. To put things into perspective, in the just-ended season, the league champions, Mediema FC, will be awarded a prize money of a measly $30,000. It is very meager compared to what our counterparts on the continent receive our illustrious clubs such as Asante Kotoko and Accra to Folk are not immune to this. Indeed, Accra to Folk was almost relegated. If you follow the league, that was big news for people like me thinking, how could Accra to Folk be on the verge of relegation? So tonight on Ghana Connect, we aim to explore whether our beloved Premier League can ever regain its former glory. What will it take to revive the spirit of the Ghanaian and let them enjoy football here and can we breathe life back into our stadiums when we come back from this break i have a crack team of people who know better stakeholders fans ordinary people joining us to share their perspective on how we can bring back the love the gfa currently says you're bringing back the love but are we doing so so right after this break you share your views with us you can also do so via whatsapp 055 Zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. We connect after this. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March thirty first to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting one hundred dollars back and one hundred percent accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Isn't life wonderful when everything worth doing is scheduled? Hitting the stop button on your alarm just in time for your morning joke. That happy moment listening to your baby's heartbeat at the doctor's office. Or an arranged virtual meeting with that big client. Buy airtime ahead of time with scheduled airtime service on MTN Momo. You can schedule your airtime purchase of any amount daily, weekly or monthly by dialing star 170 hash option 3 and follow the process. Or simply dial star 170 star 311 hash for a superb airtime purchase experience. You enjoy 100% bonus airtime anytime you recharge yourself with MTN Momo. Keep on talking with that 100% feeling. So, what what are we doing today? MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Committee 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase K and USD campus, UC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302-764101-764209 or 7627792. Visit our website www.kingdomgh.com. Luxurious affordable living is your right and no one understands it better than BOT Properties. BOT Properties specializes in modern residential buildings and commercial office spaces. Our properties include the Equator, a 12-story made up of over 100 apartments near Accra Mall. At the Equator Courts, we offer you the deluxe living experience with our top-of-the-range homes, high-quality homes built with style and precision to suit your lifestyle. The Equator Courts is a gated community with two story four bedroom detached houses at Ubuju East Legon near American House. Our office complexes include Zion House, Shiashi East Legon, Zion House, Sofaline Interchange, Kumase. Our offices and apartments are for both rental and outright purchases at affordable prices and with flexible payment terms. Kindly contact us on 0257-960-919 or visit botproperties.com. BOT Properties, the new meaning of affordable luxury. 
have you noticed that Ghana has suffered lack of attendance at stadia across the country in recent years? Well, the multimedia group wants to be part of the solution, which is why we're calling on you, our dear listener, to help us. Our sister station in Shira FM in Kumasi has been on a nationwide campaign to identify factors influencing poor patronage of Ghana Premier League matches. This campaign has been widely discussed on traditional and social media since the beginning of the year. And after widespread stakeholder engagement, we have a list of questions in a survey that will help us come out with a communique based on science and data. And we need you to assist by completing this survey. The link to the survey is bit.ly forward slash fillgpl questionnaire. Once again, bit.ly forward slash fillgpl questionnaire. Please help Insura FM and the multimedia group complete the survey in order to have a scientific response to this national problem. Thanks for staying tuned in. Welcome back to Ghana Connect right here on Joy 99.7 FM. Like I told you before, that commercial break. Tonight we are exploring whether the beloved Ghana Premier League can regain its former glory and what it will take to revive that. Connecting with us tonight, Joseph Inko is a sports pundit and a crowd rep of Brecum Chelsea FC. Joseph, can you hear me? All right. Uh, Evan, Evans Sapon is also joining me. Evans is PRO for Adriana Stars. Evans, good evening. Good evening, sir. Right. Evans is also joining us there. Uh, Adriana nearly won the league, but for some reason, they, they fell behind Mediama. Coach Nanajiman is a household name when it comes to football in Ghana in the local league. Coach, good evening. Uh, good evening. Thanks very much, Coach, for joining us. Gary Al Smith is with Joy Sports here. Gary. Uh, uh, hello. Right, right. Thanks, Gary, for joining us. And in studio, I have Muftal Nabila. Muftal. You know Muftal to be the source man when it comes to information around the Ghana Premier League and all that. <laughs> right, so 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 Muftal is also joining us for this all-important conversation. And my name is Kwiku Asante. I'm hosting this show tonight, sitting in for Evan. So let me start. Let me start first with Muftal. Please check Muftal's mic from the outside. Muftal, in terms of... Um, the local league. Listen, this used to be the toast of town. The Ghana Premier League used to be big. I remember as a young boy growing up, I used to look forward so much to a crowd had to fall Kotoko playing. Now they come to pass and I don't even know anything about it. What exactly has happened over the last few years that has made sure that our league has sunk to the bottom among its peers? 
it's been pretty hard to actually point a finger at exactly what the challenge is. But I think that it's a, it's a multiple of issues that has brought us here. So, for instance, um, when the Ghana football, uh, when the Ghana Premier League used to be the biggest domestic competition that we had, I'm not sure those days we had um, a plethora of opportunities to have fun on weekends. So, we are not at a point where um, football, if you're a fan of football, you have f- football at your fingertips. You can watch football on your phone. You can. You don't need to go to the stadium to be able to patronize football matches, especially competitions that are in Europe. I also think that over the years, yeah. the competition yeah, has suffered a systemic failure. And that failure is a fact that we've gotten to a point where there's this belief or perception that the Ghana Premier League has lost its quality. The Ghana Premier League has suffered its image where every single match, the outcome is not trusted by patrons of the competition. So it's it's quite difficult for anyone to just point a finger and say, this is a reason why someone doesn't want to come to the stadium. So for instance, you go to the Ghana Premier League Centre to watch a game, a referee makes a decision, and the perception out there is that it was a deliberate decision. Um, It could be deliberate, it could be genuine, but we are at a point where the perception has been one of the major blows when it comes to the Ghana Premier League. And, And I think that the organizers of the competition, um, the football government, and that is the FA, um, this is an area they will need to work on. Perception is very difficult to eradicate. And in the last decade or even more, um, it's been really, really difficult for people to appreciate the Ghana Premier League. There have been times that you you, you, you will have people patronize the matches um, one season, the following season, they will not come and all that. I think... Um, it's a matter of consistency, and the GFA will have loads of work to do. To do that. So, I want you to hold it there because you have in that commercial we played. Here at the multimedia group and our sister station in Shreifem in Kumase is trying to find out why you are not going to the stadium anymore. The fans, the last time I was at the Crasbo Stadium for a league game, the stadium was literally empty. You could count the number of people there. And you look at archive images, you would see so many people at that stadium. So, Ayala... It's with our sister station in Sheffield in Kumasi. It's going to give us an overview of why they are doing that. And let me also say that we have been joined by Mr. Francis Nelson. He's a board member of Accra Heart to Folk. So, Ayala, let me ask you, why are we conducting this research? Hello, Ayala. Ayala can hear me yet. Um... Um, we, we are, our colleagues at InsurFM are trying to bring back the love. They are trying to find out why people are not patronizing our games at the stadium, why the stadiums are almost always empty, and what we can do about to improve the experience of the ordinary match lover so that you can go there and our league will go back to those times where you used to have 40,000, 50,000 people at, at, at the stadium. Let me, let me go back to Zoom and speak to Gary Smith. And Gary, just last weekend... There was a, a game between Al-Hali where they won the African Champions League and the atmosphere was electrifying. It was electric. I've seen pictures. I've seen videos. And I'm asking myself, we used to have that. Indeed, someone actually tweeted that what could come close to that 
was the old Kumasi Asante Kotoko. But now they can't even fill the Babayara Sports Stadium or the Kumasi Sports Stadium. You look, you compare Ghana to our peers. Why have we fallen back that much, Gary? Yeah, good evening to everybody. Um, first of all, just a few hours ago, we had our Friday our Friday afternoon show, which is Game Plan, and Daniel Cranting of our desk was on it. Now, this match you speak of was one where Danny was present at. He was at the African Champions League final, so we watched it and he described it. And, you know, for, I mean, it was his first time experiencing North African football in all its glory. And... I, am, I was not on the show because, you know, there were other people on the show. And I listened to him describe what is basically a weekly occurrence in Morocco and Egypt. And you feel a thing of sadness. Um, to answer your question directly, I would have to borrow something from Uftal to say that it's a multiplicity of factors. So many factors, even beyond the, the whole, um, you know, Thing about the Ghana Football Association and all that. First of all, at the time that you were that you are talking about, where people would go to the stadium week in week out and fill the then 25,000 seater across um, Sports Stadium and Kumasi Sports Stadium as it was then, they didn't really have a choice in terms of the football to patronize. Kweku. Now, on a certain device called their mobile phone, they have. So much in terms of choice. I mean, people can be on their phones and even watch the Chinese league if that is what is their preference, right? And the Chinese league is arguably going to give them an experience from thousands of miles away, which is probably preferable to what they see in the Ghana Premier League. What do I mean? The playing surface is nicer, it's greener, the commentary, if they understand Chinese, heck, even if they want English commentary of the Chinese league, they would get quality descriptive commentary, right? So, and this is something they are watching from long or, 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 or from far away. Before the match, the kind of information and access the Chinese FA is going to give for their league matches, if they are so inclined, is even probably better than we can get from the Ghana Premier League. So these are some of the things. I, I want to even check and um, go away from, you know, the usual or oh, the GFA is at fault. Even the experience of watching something like the Australian A-League, you know, the Japanese J-League, stuff like that. The Japanese J-League know that they are not as, as popular as the English Premier League. And so they have some of their matches which are free to air every week. And the experience is good. You, you, Compare that to now, our own Ghana Premier League, where um, um, somebody was telling me just a few weeks ago that they didn't have anything to do on the weekend. And just out of interest, they decided that, oh, they had heard on Joy FM that there was going to be a match at the Ghana Premier League. So they were going to the stadium. They made their way to the stadium after church. They said they had a party around 6 p.m., okay? So the kickoff was 3 p.m. He went there with his wife and child just to pass by. They paid the, the gates fee. They entered the stadium. They had a child. They wanted somewhere. The child soon said, oh, daddy, I want to, I want to wee-wee. Mm. And that is where the calamity started. <laughs> that is where the problem started. You know, they just wanted somewhere to pee for the child, and that is where the problem started. They couldn't get in because the washrooms were all an eyesore. Now, 
one of their two children, one of the other children said that they are one water. They went downstairs like it's, it's a whole chaotic situation. So you see, I'm even taking off the, the usual things that people will talk about to create just the family atmosphere. So I have my colleague from um, Adriana Stars on the line, you know, right? PRO for Adriana Stars. You can probably ask him what the experience is in Adriana or at my Inco Joseph from Brickham, Chelsea. So these are the even small, small issues. Before you come to the, the usual big ones like, oh, um, um, we can't create stars. So you, Kweku Asante, if I ask you to name four players from House of Folk, you can't do that. Gary, Gary, there, there used to be a time where I could mention yeah. the first no, 11 of Asante Kotoko and a crowd to Folk by road. I don't even want you to go there. I'm saying, just for shady reasons, this weekend, let's say you have a Ghana Premier League match, you and your mother and your big brother, you just want to go to Accra Sports Stadium or maybe Liberty Professionals, go and watch a match. So I don't even want, assuming you even know the, the, the start, hmm. assuming you know the first 11 of Hearts of Oak, but your mother says, oh, Charlie, the Hearts of Oak, yeah, I want to go there and go and So you go, if your mother says, oh, my stomach and so I want to, where is she going? If you're big, oh, where, is, where is she going? So that's where I want to start from. Before we go to the usual ones that are <laughs> the big ones. So Incredible. I'm saying that, if, you see, Muftar mentions the multiplicity of factors. And if we want to begin, we can start from these ones, you know. So that's that, let me just give somebody the opportunity to. Right. I mean, in, incredible because the amenities around the game is simply non-existent. If you go to the sports stadium, like you've said, and you want to use the washroom, it, it exists, but in what shape it, it, it is. So you let me let me take um, Mr. Frank Nelson. He's a board member of Accra to Folk. We know Accra to Folk as one of the biggest clubs in the country. Arguably one of the arguably the biggest, if not one of the biggest. I'm a Kotoko fan, by the way, but I do recognize that Hearts of Folk is big. This season, there was a point where I was listening to the lads on game plan last week or last two weeks, and we were discussing Hearts of Folk as a potential relegation candidate. And I was like, really? Hearts of Folk on the verge of going on relegation? It's like Barcelona or Real Madrid on the verge of relegation. And that was it. So, Mr. Frank Nelson can share some perspective uh, uh, on, on that issue for us. Mr. Mr. Nelson, thank you very much for, for joining us here. Good evening, son. Right. So, where did it all go wrong for a crowd to folk in this season? Just two seasons ago, you were league champions. The, the following season, you won the FA Cup. Indeed, the numbers say that for one, for one or two seasons, you won almost every trophy available. And then all of a sudden, you're on the verge of relegation. Well, thank you very much. Uh, let me take this opportunity to just uh, say hello to our listeners this evening. But going straight to the question, you asked, I mean, yes, a very straightforward question. Uh, a question everybody who is true footballer lover would like to ask. Uh, but I just want to take you back a little before the beginning of the season. Now, when, you, when the season started, you can find out that in Accra as so folk, I mean, everybody knew that we have done good recruitment. Uh, not just because we have done good recruitment, it's national. Why do I say national? There was a time you can see even six players from Accra as so folk were with the local team, the Galaxy. They went for the tournament. Even when the team was away, we were still playing very well. And then coming from the background that we have just won league and the FA and every other trophy last two years, and last year, I mean, it couldn't go well. But we saw that the introduction of the new players like 
people like Kosa and every other thing to the team to augment the strength we have. Everybody in the country at that time believed that Dakar Asu was a very strong team. And equally me, as a director, I think that we have that belief that that was a very big team. Judging, and then again, that manifested in seeing six of our players or five of our players join the Galaxies uh, or the local blacks that are playing in Morocco. But all of a sudden, we just saw darkness in Accra so forth. Now one begins to ask, what are the reasons? How did this happen? This is a team that everybody has reckoned that they will be in contention for the league for the season. But all of a sudden, uh, Accra Sofok is playing five matches, no, uh, no win, six matches, no win, seven matches, one win, and eight matches, one win, one draw. It comes to a season where everybody gets worried. But all I can say is that uh, I think one will begin to ask a question. The, the quality of players we have, is it what we think that we have? Because if we think that these are the players that we took from different clubs, for instance, we've got people like uh, Konedi Yadon, we've got people like Kosa from all this. They were, Kosa was uh, very intelligent, very instrumental in Dwarfs. Yadom in Wafa and all these are players everybody were rooting in Ghana and they will have managed to bring them into the falls of Accra and so forth to augment the strength where them everybody will think that then we have a very deep strength in our game but unfortunately like I said we found ourselves where we found it it was a very uh, pathetic situation for me to just even see that my club finished 12th in the league table for me it is something we will not accept we do not think it is the right thing but we're going to do analysis and find out what what went wrong. Do, 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 do you admit do you admit that the club had taken some really chaotic decisions, and that the decision to even sack Coach Bodu was not a good decision? There are sometimes your board members are on radio fighting supporters. Supporters are doing the same. Supporters are going to the the stadium and locking out the coach. A crowd to focus. Where there are some quite chaotic scenes in the last few months. What's going on? But there are so many reasons that can be attributed to these failures. Just like you said, I mean, our supporters going to the stadium to lock out the, uh, the coach here, a foreign coach, and somebody, a foreign citizen of this nation, making him stay out of threatening or whatever it is, whatever happened with the supporters and every other thing. And then all the other things you have just mentioned. But I just want to say that uh, the coach Guedu issue is not an issue that... Uh, was just like a decision that was just taken to sack a coach. Uh, sometimes in football, yes, it might happen that you have a very good coach. There's something from the management level, maybe just a disagreement and everything that, that both uh, sides could not agree. And then you find out to be a problem with the club. But having said that, I don't think that that is the uh, machine that caused out the problem. Uh, do yes, was a very good uh, coach. I mean, everybody knew what he did for Akras to folk. Nursing about five profits out of six profits. That is something you could say. A thumbs up for a young man of, of that nature. And he did very well. So, but uh, having said that, I think there are so many factors that we all need to sit down and look at and say, where's the problem? Our supporters are in one way crying on the other side. Uh, the management is crying on this side. And then we have just a lot of confusion in the club in terms of uh, how the club is in. Uh, manage the relationship with us and the supporters is one thing that is causing us because anything the management tries to do, the supporters will flag it down because maybe they do not agree to the opinion, that opinion. And I think with the time we've got to sit down and find a way to resolve all this thing because across the is not just any club. Uh, yes, across the world, but when you mention clubs in Ghana, it's a club that everybody knows all over the world. So across the is not just any club that will take things for granted. Uh, having said that, I think time has come to look at all these things that we have analyzed, 
pinpointed and said, look, we are going to move forward and find a way how to build our club mm. and put it in that position that we think that everybody will appreciate. Because when Akira Sufok is equally doing well, uh, with my greatest, uh, due respect to my greatest rivals, Akira Sufok, you can say Ghana football is on the fly. I'm just telling, I mean, Midyama, congratulations to Midyama. Uh, I want to say big congratulations. But again, when I looked at the league table, 60 points to win Ghana League. For me, it becomes a worry. And, 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 and that is where I want to take you before you, you take leave of us. 60 points to win the league. What is your assessment of, of the quality of the league? Over the years, I'm sure you've been following the league for, for this long. And we have 60, 60, 60, 60 points We need the league. The quality, the pitches, the prize money, everything around the league. What is your assessment? And you think we are making some good progress or it will take real long to be able to come up to where we were? I think uh, there's a lot of things that have to go into that. In looking at our infrastructure, if you go to some of their stadiums, where we call our stadiums, sometimes you begin to say, is it where we play our football? Nobody would like to watch football there because sometimes you're even scared to watch when it's getting dark. You don't know what is going to come up from what area and everything. I've been to stadium and I said, is it where we play the football? So we begin to look at it. What is the authority? What are they doing? Who approved this stadium? This is a big cost for us. The infrastructures in our stadiums are very, very poor. People, you don't even get a place where a lady will and say, I want to eat myself, that you have a proper facility or a toilet where you can say, oh, I came with my wife or my daughter. He has a place to do. People do not want to. Then again, the indiscipline, the indiscipline, when in terms of indiscipline, I mean about the officiating and everything. We can hide in any other corner we want to hide, but our coaching, I mean, our officiating it's still a problem in the Premier League. It's one of the problems people will say, if that's the case, why do I have to come to the stadium when people know that they already know the scores and every other thing. So those are the little things that I think we need to work on. Again, the infrastructure plays a big role. Uh, Mustafa, you will agree with me that, for instance, if I live in UK, I can decide to watch a match from, I can go to uh, Emirates Stadium from uh, Cardiff and they say, I'm going to watch a, a, a match. But here it's difficult for you to say, okay, I don't like Kefaisa playing here in Accra. I want to go to uh, Kumasi. How long will it take me to go to Kumasi? Mm. What will take me there? What facility will I meet there? So all those things are the things that will distract you. It doesn't encourage you to go to stadium because it's like you are left to do with what you just have around you, maybe mm. in Doma or maybe in Accra, in Accra. or maybe in a Sipon, any other place. But I think we need to work on infrastructures, our facilities to get us to the stadium, how people leave the stadium, how they get home after the matches and every other thing. I think those things are very important. More importantly, on the pitch, our referees need to be called to order times and times. People will say, yes, they are getting better. Yes, they are getting better, but it's not what we want. Getting better is not what we want. We want to watch a match and be sure that, look, this match, this is the result. Nobody interfered in the result. Because you see matches, I saw, like, for instance, it's not because I'm from Accra Sofok, the match between Aruchiyu and Accra Sofok, we say contesting that goal, you saw what the linesman did on that uh, uh, officiation on that particular day. Everybody will, I mean, everyone looked at it from all standards. I don't see where Accra Sofok went for and that goal was disallowed. So these are the things we need to get into, and it discourages people to mm. start getting to stadiums. Right. Uh, Mr. Frank Nelson, thank you very much for those interesting perspectives you've shared. This is someone within the depth of one of the biggest football clubs in the country, struggling themselves, almost on the cusp of relegation. They survived by a whisker on the final day. And who would have thought that a crowd to folk would have been there? Let me go to Coach Nanajman. And Coach Nanajman is a household name when it comes to football in Ghana. Management, punditry, 
the understanding of the game really top. Don't forget, he mm. was a commentator. He, he was a commentator. Exactly. So he has seen it all. He has been through all the phases of, 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 of local football and he can help us with some kind of diagnosis of a sort. So, Manajman, I'll put that same question I put to Mutao, the same question I asked um, 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 uh, Gary Asmir and every, everyone else. What exactly is going wrong for us and are we really going to get out of the wood? Okay, thank you very much, Kweku. And um, salam alaikum to Muftawo and good evening to to Gary. I haven't seen you guys in a while, but I do follow you. Alaikum salam. Yeah, love the work you're doing. Uh, continue in the same vein. But uh, Kweku, what I want to say to you first of all, I think one of the problems you've indirectly identified, because for the last 10 minutes, we've been talking about a crowd to vote when I don't think they should have been. I think that dilutes the issue. I mean, Frank's now coming to tell you, oh, we saw what the linesman did and blah, blah, blah. Well, who cares? The point with our hearts of vote that we should be looking at is this. Can't we accept that other teams this season have been better than our hearts of vote? Why does it have to be a crisis about management and this and that and referees and what have you? Why? Can't other teams be better than them for a season or so? So, you know, I think that's a very important point that we've, we've missed out on. But of course, Moftao and, and Gary, and I'll borrow the same word, multiplicity, um, this is the issue. There are multiplicity of factors. I disagree with Gary. Um, we have to still point the finger at the GFA because they're the ones who manage and run local football. We can't, we can't isolate them and say, let's look at the other issues because the multiplicity of issues that there are incorporate the GFA as well and their management of, of the league. And we can't get away with that. I think there's been important points made about the stadiums not being family friendly. They're not. They're for hooligans. And, um, you know... By and large, when you have the supporters who support a particular uh, team, when you even turn up there in your team bus, they give you a hell of a time at the gate. They don't want to let you in, even though they know they're, they're, the team that they support is going to be playing against you. They do so much to intimidate the players in a bid to ensure that they just can't play it. And, and I'll hold my hands up to that because I've done that myself when I was at second the 11 wives. It's a tradition that when opposition clubs come, that we intimidate them. And I, and I can refer you to a time where uh, Feyenoord were top of, top of Division One and we were second. I think there was a point in it or something. And this was the last game. And... You know, we made sure that we pelted them with, with ice water. We know these boys were young. We pelted them with ice water. We had supporters around their changing room so that the coaches, whatever the coaches were saying, the players wouldn't hear. We'd fill the stadium to capacity and we'd, we'd intimidated them so much that they took yeah, three goals in the twinkle of an eye and they, wow. didn't, they didn't know what hit them. This trend still continues. The atmosphere is not friendly at the stadium. It's not a place where you should bring your wife 
or bring your girlfriend or bring your children because anything can happen at any time. And one of the saddest things about it is that when we have hooliganism at the stadiums, no one really gets arrested. No one really gets prosecuted. I've never heard of anyone um, getting a fine uh, for misbehavior at the stadiums or even being imprisoned. It doesn't happen at all. Uh, and so, you know, those places are not safe, not to mention the uh, facilities that are there. Uh, if you, you want to go and use the WCs and all that, they're a tip. It's an absolute tip. And Gary was right. You go there to go and buy a drink of water or anything. Chaotic scenes. It's organized chaos every single time. So those are serious issues. And, and one of the main reasons I think that people don't go is because they question the integrity of the league. They question the integrity of the results at the end of the day. Um, and this is a big issue. Um, because if at the end of the day you believe that or the perception out there is that before the games are played, the result, the you can say... Which team has won? Which Evans, coach, please hold it there for me. Evans, can you can you mute? I'll come to you shortly so that um, Nana, Nanajima will complete. Then I'll, I'll come to you, please. Nana, please continue. Yeah, I'm saying that you know when you see the league fixtures, you can literally say which team is going to win, which team is going to draw, which team is going to lose, and it basically turns out that way. Um, and there's a business. We are facing some um, interference in there. So I'll, I'll, I'll go back to Nanajiman shortly. But Evans upon is, is Evans. Evans, can you hear me? Hello, Evans. Evans upon. Yes. Yes, I'm on air. Right, Evans. So I'll come to you shortly. But if you can mute for me. So the Nanajiman will complete, and then I'll get back to you, please. So, Nana, you were making the point about how you can actually predict just by looking at the fixtures, who's going to win, who's going to win which game. I mean, that is incredible. That Well, it's all about the integrity, Kweku. This is the issue. And <clears throat> why will people go and spend... I mean, it's not huge money, but why will people travel to venues and go and spend money when they know the, the outcome of the games that are taking place. Why will they go and do that? There's, there's just no benefit in doing that at all. You might as well stay at home with the radio on while you're watching the English Premier League or any other league um, that's going on around the world. People just won't do that, you see? And, and that's a, it's a big thing. Mm. It, it's a big thing. And... Uh, you know the referees, the the referees association, the rag—they they just can't be trusted anymore. Mm. And this is something that has been going on for a very long time. It's not just this season; it has been going on for a long and time. For I mean, a very long time. So, so, the issue of officials taking bribes and all this kind of—it still happens. Mm. It still happens. I, I was listening it's, to the boys the other time, and I heard about a, a referee who had something in his socks in, in the Ghana Premier League. Moved out. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that so, was down at Cape Coast. Cape Coast, wow. I mean, you know, we can remember these things very well. So these are the challenges. These are some of the challenges 
that are there. The infrastructure is no good. Look, when we have clubs that qualify for CAF and the Confederation Cup, I mean, we always have to do something to the Baba Yara Stadium. Then they say, now it's okay. Then next season, we still have to do something else to it. These, mm. these facilities, they're parts. Yeah, they, they are, I mean, the infrastructure is really bad. And I think we have to do enough about them to be able to put them back on international standards. Let, let me let me take Evans upon. Evans is PRO. And I'll come back to you. But let me take Evans upon PRO for Adriana Stars. Adriana, what went wrong for you? You were you you were you were close to winning, and then all of a sudden you dropped. Yeah, I hope you can hear me loud and clear. I can hear you loud and clear, Evans. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity once again. Uh, let me say that um, it's very unfortunate that you couldn't make uh, uh, the championship. Hmm. Like I said earlier on, um, it was our mission uh, to leave the trophy for the third time. But unfortunately, along the way, um, you had a very poor second round. And that, uh, uh, to win a championship of this nature, you have to do at home. Uh, like I said, the last time when you called me, he, uh, you dropped a lot of points at home. Uh, our venue, that happens to be uh, sometimes fear, uh, the, one of the fearless stadiums here uh, in Ghana is the Nabuan Stadium. Suddenly, you lost that accolade. And a lot of class came here to pick points um, uh, freely. <laughs> freely because um, we normally win matches here at Domainco. This is a certain club that have been doing war at our home venue. In fact, we respect our venue. You remember 2010, you won the league to, uh, with a good uh, defense of plus one, setting the whole world record. And clearly, it was one good project. But suddenly, class have been coming here, drawing points, taking points. And to, to, to our surprise, those class have been taking points here. Other class, <laughs> that so-called the irrigation class, our two came here, they drew 2-2. Two, two. Some others came here, they drew 2-2. Two, two. Came, came here, and they managed to uh, go with a point. Clearly, if you want to win a league, and you drop more points at home, um, you're not good enough at home. Then, then, then you are not going to win. I mean, clearly, we've seen that really affected Adriana. But as, as a club, how have you been able to survive? I mean, you were, you were, you were, you were, you were gunning for a league, which if you won, you're going to get $30,000. Less than, what, 300,000 Ghana cities in, in today's terms, or just a little over that. How, how are you able to cope? I mean... To be able to put up your infrastructure, to be able to recruit, trying all that in these trying times of our local league. Hello, Evans. Uh, I'm asking. So, uh, it wasn't. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Hello, Evans. Uh, it was. It, it wasn't easy at all. I, um, or it wasn't easy at all for us to, I mean, um, to put ourselves performance in the league. Um, we spent a lot. Uh, if you recall, we are one of the best teams here in Ghana. And if I tell you our salary structure and bonuses, um, it, it, it's, it's a huge sum of amount. And uh, all depends on our live patron. That was um, the owner of the club. Uh, that don't mind 
I must say, he secondly uh, uh, sponsored the club throughout the season, paying huge winning bonuses, uh, paying the players' salaries, taking care of our transportation, and a lot. And we had a, a sponsor by name. Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear you, Evans, loud and clear. Hello, sir. Evans, I can hear you. I can hear you. Um, we had a sponsor by name Tempest. We had a, a sponsor by Tempest. Um, he pulled out on the sponsorship at the crucial team when um, the second round of the league was about to start. Citing an example that, look, the club have, done, have not done enough uh, to really market the, the product as the Tempest. And all that expenses fall on our, our, our life with Domahine. And in fact, it wasn't easy at all. But hey, uh, uh, you have a man who is really a football man, but he's football inclined, and he always wants to make happy. Uh, he, he always finds himself happy when um, uh, he is happy. And to Domahine, he always made a point that, look, the heart of the people. So when the people feel it, he as a chief is talking. So he sees football as a developmental tool and to live tight the uh, to make the, our supporters happy here, he need to really uh, invest a lot in, in the game. That's why he single did that. And I must tell you, it wasn't easy at all. And uh, you take the opportunity to call on the air to find a lot of sponsorship out there so that, I mean, all the clubs uh, we can benefit. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I want to, I want you to hold it there. I'll come to Muftal Nabila to ask him about. I mean, the clubs are clearly complaining about money, and we used about one. I'm told we used one million dollars to market the league as part of the sponsorship proceeds. Whilst I, I think that was a communication gap from mm. the Ghana Football Association. Okay, so for instance, the so 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 please hold it there. I want to take in Coach Joseph first. So that we can get a perspective of the clubs, and then we can come there and wrap up from there. So, Inko Joseph, um, I'm sure you are probably in the same state as Brekum, um, Adriana Stars has been financially. How has the league been able to support you to be able to go about your home and away matches and all the expenses that comes with running the football club? Well, thank you very much. Uh, let me first of all say hi to you, Alicia. Uh, yes. Truly, finance is uh, a key to every success in terms of uh, the sporting industry. Uh, if you want to survive in the sporting industry, especially football, you have to be financially sound. And uh, uh, our management, especially uh, the executive chairman of the club, Obed Nanakwami Ketia, has been very supportive. Uh, at a point, we had to bring in a president who is by name Bernard Amofa Jantua. He came on board and also uh, realized that uh, we're renting a bus up and down and uh, the players were not comfortable. Uh, almost for the past two seasons or so, we're renting and uh, it was affecting uh, the physique of the players. So when Bernard came on board, uh, he decided to go in for uh, in fact, uh, a very good bus for us. And since then, were able to pick up until the end of the league uh, or the, uh, the season. So I think it's cool. Uh, we have a lot to do. You know, initially, 
Frank Nelson was talking about officiating. I believe that apart from the officiating, uh, this e-levy also came to muddy waters. In- interesting. E-ticket, e- e-ticket, you mean? E- yes, the e-ticketing. That's what I'm trying to say. The e-ticketing. You know, the, 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 uh, how they managed to introduce it into our Ghana Premier League, I think it wasn't the best. I was expecting that, if anything at all, because it's a new product, because it's a new thing that they are bringing on board. At least they could have started it maybe halfway through. Maybe half of it will be e-tickets. Then the rest will be for those who will be able to come to the stadium, will be able to purchase. Or those who are not uh, uh, very good on the social media or in terms of getting it technology-wise, will be able to. But all of a sudden, they brought it on board and it affected us a lot. It affected us a lot. It affected how, how fans were able to come to the stadium because those who could not do e-ticketing just could not come. They could not come. They could not come. Because if you have a league, that's somebody like, uh, I'm not done playing him, but uh, Abed Negotete, who was at House of Folk, was not getting, was, in fact, he was uh, nothing to write home about, if I'm not mistaken. He was uh, sent to Dick uh, Fraser. He couldn't see top. He came to Viviani goal staff and was able to score 18 goals and is the goal king, current goal king. We had this Andy Kumi who couldn't perform in uh, uh, Manchester Santi Kotoko, went to Beijing, couldn't perform, went to uh, uh, Kotoku Royals and scored 12 goals in 20 matches. You, 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 you can see where the, 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 uh, our league decision uh, is coming from. So it's like a lot needs to be done. I always blame our elder brothers, uh, Kotoko and Haas, the supporters' leadership. I think the supporters' leadership has collapsed. Gone are the days that the NCC, when they mention NCC, National Circus Council and National Chapters uh, Committee, you have the likes of Aziz, who mobilized the uh, Chapter O boys from Nima, mobilized some other uh, uh, chapters. Then we have we had the likes of K5, Chamambuama, Sehot Sekutu, you see our banner, mobilizing the supporters to come to the stadium. Mm. But now, we said uh, we want uh, people who can speak good, uh, good English and big English. Then we go in for public servants and co- who do not have enough time to mobilize our supporters to the stadium to and supporters. are now becoming administrators of the game hmm. instead of playing their role as supporters. This is my problem. This is your problem. When right. I was a supporter, when I was hot secretary chairman, they almost every season or every match, we all, in fact, there's a bus for supporters to go to the stadium. When was the last time you, you heard that chapter O uh, is having a meeting or Secretary 2 is having a meeting? Right. I mean, there's, there's a guy I know called Asasira. Sometimes I see him on WhatsApp, group, WhatsApp groups organizing and mobilizing people to go to the stadium to watch Kotoko matches. And we just about have about seven minutes to wrap up. So let me come back around the panel and let's see how we can make some progress. Um, Mufta, we've heard about the finances. It's key. So key. The clubs are really struggling. And I've sometimes asked myself how the clubs are making ends meet. The game, nobody's coming to the stadium. Some clubs don't have sponsors, but they're still able to pay cl- their players all the expenses that comes to running the clubs. And you are, you are, you are trying to find the point about $1 million for marketing. Yeah, and where's the money I, coming I, from? I, I, the GFA. I, I, I actually think that was a communication gaffe um, from the Ghana Football Association because I am not too sure that when the FA went in there to sign the, the partnership or sponsorship agreement with their current headline sponsor, Bet Power, 
um, they actually had one million dollars that was going to be handed to them to promote the competition. What I do know was that it was a sponsor who told them that he was going to put one million dollars into marketing the product within the duration that they are going to be partners of of the Ghana Football Association. So. Um, Within the period that Bet Power would headline the sponsorship for the Ghana Premier League, they will be putting $1 million in terms of promoting and marketing the product. How, how, how long is the sponsorship deal? Um, if it's a three-year contract. So three years. That's, worth, that's worth, like... What about $6 million? It's not $6 million. It's okay. Three, because $3 million will go to the Ghana footballers. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find out. So three years sponsorship, $1 million to be invested in marketing. Yes. Marketing that is, that is on average, if you look at per year, that should be about $330,000 a year. That you is see, more than what the, you see, the local league winner is getting. You see, you see some, some, just sometimes I... Because I struggle to appreciate that. This year, what has the marketing been? I haven't heard anything, really. Well, that's actually a major issue that I think that the Ghana Football Association, they've not been able to hold their partners to account. I'm not sure there are many billboards in town that are even suggesting that the, there's a competition called Ghana Premier League. And in fact, the GFA also signed a, a partnership with a company to have billboards in towns uh, in relation to their competitions. But all those things, we've not seen anything from them. I think that the GFA have not been able to actually um, provide prize money for the competition simply because, when I say prize money, prize money is worth appreciating for the competition simply because I'm not sure they have the resources. Um, Kweku, yeah. the GFA and the Keto Kweku, if Keto Kweku has an opportunity to raise revenue at the Ghana Football Association, that he can give the league winner $1 billion every season. I'm sure that would be a pride. And he would always have it in his books and say that when I took over as FA president, this was what we did for the Ghana Premier League. It's a major challenge. Sometimes we, we, we make it appear as though the Football Association has got money, but they do not invest... But we see, we see how much you invest in the Black Stars. That's different. The Black Stars, the money comes from government and FIFA. Are they asking government to help them to the support the domestic competition, it is a private entity. The Ghana Football Association then becomes a private entity. Because we are just about wrapping up, well, let me find out, where is, where is the privatization effort so far? We're told the Ghana Premier League was going to be registered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going autonomous. Company, we expect autonomous to have that raise in money. 20, um, effective next season. I'm sure when they go to Congress, they will, they will, they will, uh, they will discuss that. Um, on Tuesday, the Executive Council had a meeting with the clubs. They discussed that as well. <laughs> so the Autonomous League Board, being led by Hazard Folk Board Chairman, Togba Afede, <laughs> they've been able to put every single structure required. They, were, they asked each club to put together a seed money of 100,000 Ghana City for the competition. Most of the class have paid. But at this point, because some have been relegated, unless mm. those who will qualify who and come in will also be. make payments. Is that a panacea? Is that what will fix the I am not too sure. I'm not too sure that the multiplicity of issues that we talked about would go away mm. simply because the competition uh, uh, has become autonomous. autonomous. I'm not sure that would mm. go away. Nanajiman, Nana let me come to you and give you the last word on all this. We've spoken about multiplicity of issues. What is the fix? 
how can we just get out of the 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 the, the, the conundrum that we are in now and be able to get back to where we we used to be I, those days the premier league used to have a three or four representative in africa now we have one yeah. well, well forget that forget the africa thing because <laughs> even if we had three or four there's nothing we can do there um but yeah, I, I I just wrote down the privatization as as um, Muftal mentioned it, and I want to say this. I mean, we heard from Ediana Stars. They're saying that um, the chief there has paid everything himself, and uh, for me, I don't give him credit for doing that because basically the club has been unable to make themselves attractive. You see, and that's what needs to happen. It's not supposed to be down to one man. You've got a football club there. Why isn't it attractive enough to to get sponsorship from the companies that are in, in Ghana, that are here in Ghana? That's a major problem. They're not attractive enough to to get sponsorship, and so everything's down to the chief. And you know, for me, this is part of the problem. As well as pointing to the GFA, you have to also point fingers at the club, uh, the clubs that are there, because essentially. They don't know what they're doing. They don't have an idea what they're doing. They're unable to market themselves as a credible entity that uh, other private individuals and private companies would put their money in there. I mean, great points that you make there, Nanajiman. And I mean, there's a conversation that could go on for two hours, for three hours, because of how important it is that we are able to get our league back on track. But thank you very much, Nanajiban. You've also heard from Inko Joseph. He's a sports pundit and a crowd rep of Brickham Chelsea. Evan Sapon is PR of Adriana Stars. Coach Nanajiman, you just heard him there, giving us an insight as to what we can do to bring back the love and get the league back on a strong footing. Gary Al Smith is Joy Sports Editor. Move town, Nabila. The, mount, the sources, he's just telling you that there's going to be some meetings on Tuesday and potentially some of these matters... Tuesday. Uh, right, it's already happened. So, locker room is up next. More sports for you. And I'm sure at another date when we have some more time, we can discuss when and how we can bring back the love for the Ghana Premier League. My name is Kweku Asante. Thank you very much for listening to Ghana Connect.